Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocio, and with me, as always, is Sam Grezis. However, I've come to a recent realization about this Sam Grezis. For those of you who have been listening to this podcast for the past one and a half years, I suppose it is, you you will know that Sam Grezis really likes certain things. He likes Pokemon. He likes various other things that I don't feel like naming off the top of my head. It's mostly Pokemon and booze. But there's also one other thing that he really likes, and that is Trevor Simeon. Now, I've been thinking about this, and I've realized that Sam Grezis, he may not actually like Trevor Simeon. I think he is Trevor Simeon and has been Trevor Simeon this whole time. Why is that? Well, Trevor Simeon is clearly trash garbage, and yet he continues to do these subtle things like, actually, Trevor's kind of good. Maybe blame other players. You know, kind of like someone would do in the comments, like a Kevin Durant, how... You know how Kevin Durant invented a fake account on Twitter to defend himself? That Maybe that's what Sam Gressis is. This Sam podcast Gressis can't go live. is Trevor Simeon. This podcast can't go live. My secret can't get out. Dave. I mean, Trevor Simeon went to Chicago in Northwestern, and this is where Sam apparently lives, correct? I have yet to meet Sam in real life. I invited him to my wedding, and things came up. And he was unable to come up. Now, is that because Sam was just a busy person? Or was it because Sam didn't want me to realize the truth and that he is actually Trevor Simeon? Whatever whatever it takes, at any price, I will pay it. My secret cannot be told. So, without further ado, I'd like to welcome my co-host with me as always, Trevor Simeon. I've always, it's, it's, it's always been the truth. I'm... I'm I'm so sorry you had to find out like this. I, I I had been meaning to tell you, but... It all makes sense now. He has a terrible game, and you're like, but look at the numbers he put up. He got pretty good yardage. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say, so I was going to say this week, I was like, I was totally prepared uh, to... Because I, I knew you were going to go in, you know, on me, I guess, is how, how this bit's going to go. Uh, and I was, I was like, there's only so much you can say, right? Ben, Benny Fowler, yeah, he had a bad drop in the end zone. So, so I, I would have had a touchdown, right? But, but at some, at some point you, you got to be okay with going back to the bench for a little bit and, you know. Getting... How does it feel about being benched? Uh, I'm sorry, Trevor. It, it sucks. It really sucks. You know, you you want to you want to be that person you were in week one, week two, and even more so, you want to be the person your team can count on. And to get benched for Brock Osweiler, I mean, that's the real real thing. I mean, imagine Dave, Dave. Imagine if like. If someone was like, "Oh yeah, okay, so we're gonna you're you're not gonna do the the draw play comic for a week. It's gonna be Jim Davis of Garfield. Like, how would that make you feel? Uh, right? Well, I'm, I'm just like I'm. Just he saying. is a seasoned veteran in, especially in fleecing amazing amounts of money out of gullible people, right? Who want <laughs> who like really mediocre product, and I feel like I could learn something from that. So. What I'm trying to say is maybe think of this as a positive, uh, like Trevor. a learning like, opportunity. I know, I know this is a setback, and I know you had just won the starting job over Paxton and uh, whatever other garbage you have on the team. Oh, what is it, Mark Sanchez? No, is it? No, no, Mark Sanchez is on the Bears. I actually, that's right. I probably should know this since I'm on the Denver Broncos, but I, I don't know offhand the uh, the third. No, no, it's Paxton Lynch. Shit. No, I already said Lynch. But I don't think they have anyone else. I think it's just those three. Us three. Hmm. Us three. Trevor, Paxton. And Brock. What I'm saying is you just, like, one, you should be okay. Brock is not going to set the world on fire. I think at this point we're already aware of this. But you should see how he handles certain situations, how he's able to fleece dumb teams out of millions and millions of dollars. Mm Mm-hmm. And when he inevitably does piss off Vance Joseph enough, your coach, you right. got to just get back in there. You just got to have like a good 
couple final games of the season, and you could probably get a decent payday out of that. Yeah. So just so just take this time to heal your body. Just uh, sort of like I've seen you these past few weeks, man. You just haven't looked the same. You've looked shaken up. You're just making like I I don't want to be this harsh to you, but you have not been making good decisions. I will I will say I I I, I watched the film when you yeah. had an entire like ten yards in front of you and you just lopped it to a wide open Marcus Peters. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, was, I don't know. I was gonna go there too, actually. Like I I. Uh... Vance, Vance, pretty much, if you want to know how it went, it was like Vance Joseph brought me into the film room and was like, I need to show you something. And he showed me that clip of me rolling out of the pocket, having daylight in front of me. And I do have a, a 433-40, right? It's fucking amazing. And and just throwing the ball across my body. And he just stood there with his arms folded across his chest. And then I heard the door lock behind me. And I don't really want to talk about what happened after that. But that's when anyway, I, that's when I it's knew. really, really exciting to know that I've had an NFL player on this podcast with us the whole time. The whole time. Listeners, whole time. you are hearing the very Trevor Simeon. What that means to you could be a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but take it for granted or don't it doesn't matter he's benched yeah <laughs> yeah i just got to say you you should really be happy that you were benched this week because so much more crazy shit happened that is completely taking the media's eye off your suck literally, well, literally the past 2 days Right, I, yeah. we're recording this on on Wednesday, which is two days after the trade. Deadline, As the right? World Series Game Seven happens, which I yeah. believe is currently five to nothing, Astros. Is it? Holy shit! All right. Yeah, that the Astros started real strong, and and we might be uh, set up for another blew it meme. Like, all right, mm-hmm. so we had yeah, the Warriors. Right. They blew a three to one lead, and mm-hmm. it was hilarious for like most of a year the indians also blew a three to one lead but nobody really that one never really took off no one was no one was really like oh the indians blew a three to one lead yeah for a long period of time because it was just like the same joke yeah but yeah then the falcons blew a 25 point lead mm-hmm. and that one became a whole nother you blew it joke so we're but that one's been going for a little while now and i feel like we're due for another blow it joke so i think the astros in Inning eight and nine are going to blow a seven-point run, mm-hmm. seven-run lead. Yeah, and that's going to be the new thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was thinking that that you saying that, hey, this is the score of the game right now. You are setting us up for another classic, intentional-sounding like what we say is going to be moot the next day, right? Yes, that's what I hope. At least mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm rooting for the Astros. I have no love for the Dodgers. I don't really They're, care, being completely I, honest. Like, I don't know. I feel bad for Houston. And also, Houston's getting the tragedy bump right now. Yep. Just like, oh, hey, a bad thing happened to our city. Winning at sports. Let's win at sports. That'll fix it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to credit the Saints with healing New Orleans after yeah. Katrina. Well, we I'm, all know the Saints winning healed Katrina. It's, healed New Orleans. It's funny that it's it is funny that you say that though because like you can say that with with kind of a, a glib cuz obviously it didn't. But you talked to we've had Marcus on the podcast before, right? Yes. And and he I feel like he told a story about like how he was kind of he, either he was there or he, his family was there. He had some connection to New Orleans. Um during the that Super Bowl season and it was incredibly meaningful and did help the city recover and it, it was it's just so fucking buck wild to me that that was an actual true thing it's simultaneously like heartwarming and also cynical you can yeah, look it's at it really, from yep, two perspectives yep. like in some ways like this is the healing power of sports sports can bring a community together to inspire them to bring them out of a funk like few other things can honestly yeah. there there are very few like not just football soccer are you kidding me like yeah. it, it, yes it can heal it can heal, but it's also like, why do you care so much about a whole group of highly paid individuals that 
honestly probably do more harm to your city's finances <laughs> yeah. than good. Generally, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, for all the good the Saints have done, they've also probably screwed New Orleans taxpayers out of a shit ton of money. Decent amount so, of money, huh, yeah. So you could really look at it from two different perspectives. The cynical asshole perspective, which I feel like we have perfected yeah. here. Yeah, yes. But also yes. the sports are a positive influence on the world perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take, Absolutely. take your poison. Take, take your pill. Yes, and, yeah, and you gotta take it. You gotta take it because that's the way so it works. I, I, I hope the Astros can pull it off because I, I don't know. I, I don't think they've won a series yet. I don't. I don't, I don't think. They I don't really know my yet. baseball. I know they've lost a few series, but I don't know if they've won. I know the Dodgers won like thirty years ago. Yeah. So these are both franchises that could use a win, but at the same time, like, ah, oh, fuck you, LA. The, well, mm-hmm. the, the, I know a lot of Dodgers fans. And I, I know and love a lot of Dodgers fans, right? And and a lot of them are like being like, oh man, we're such a long suffering franchise. And I like, I'm like, okay, excuse me. The Cubs won last year. It's like the wound has been healed, right? We we lifted the curse, but at the same time, you don't you don't get that. You don't you can't claim to be a long suffering franchise one year after the Cubs won like the first World Series since nineteen oh eight. You get you don't get you don't get that. I'm sorry. Especially when the team they beat hasn't won a World Series since like 1952 or something. Right, exactly, right. The that's the other thing. Which that that team is still suffering more than you are. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's why like I was I was half so like when when the um Indians were playing the Yankees, obviously because it's the Yankees, I was very much rooting for the um uh for the Indians to win one because the Yankees suck, but two because like the Indians are also like a really fucking good baseball team. Welcome to Intentional Sounding, a baseball podcast. Mm-hmm. Anything to take our listeners' mind off the fact that you're Trevor Simeon. Yeah, yeah. Anything, Trevor Simeon. I got baseball takes. So let's talk about this absurd trade deadline, please. Where oh my things God. actually happened, and I think the very first bombshell to drop was Janine Garofalo, Patriots backup, mm-hmm. has been traded to the 49ers for a second rounder. Yep. Do you think, okay, so so my first question is, do you think that's too much? No. You don't think the I 49ers overpaid? I don't, um, like, maybe? Mm-hmm. I, the problem with Jimmy is he's very unknown right now. Yeah, well, he's, he hasn't he's, started, has he ever started, like, I think the last time he started consecutive games was in like what was it like 2014 or it was last year when he started the first two games but he got hurt in the second game oh right well started and completed games i think he i don't think he's ever done that right right okay so so yeah that like that's the thing is like tom brady is is like not eli like because eli never (laughs) never goes down but I don't Tom know, Brady man. doesn't get hurt because Tom Brady does the TB12 method. Jesus, have you? Have which you, is essentially just the new nano bubbles. If you read into it, you please read the article uh, on it. I think it's on ESPN. It's either ESPN or Sports Illustrated. But if you read it, Tom Brady is he he is as insane. He as deserves you think to he be is. called uh, out for his snake oil sales. Just as much as Russell Wilson did, he more, if not more. more so. In yeah. my, well, more so because he's he he's literally saying like, I'll never get concussed because I train my body to be limber because of water with sweat particles. Did you say something. that he like he he drinks this special kind of water that's designed to be sweat so that he's overhydrated to the point where he doesn't get sunburn? Yeah, even yes, with exposure to the sun, which like not true. That is the most bullshit like being <laughs> hydrated funny. doesn't stop the sun from hurting your skin not, that's not, not how it works what you don't understand is 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 it gives him a uh is it gives him a very thin layer of slime on the outside of his skin that absorbs the sunlight and uh and reconstitutes it photosynthesis-esque into energy for his football playing it's so, yeah, so fucking 
crazy. So basically, Tom Brady's in good shape and has played along as well because he eats healthy and takes care of himself, and that's literally the only thing he really has to do for his job yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah. That's why he's healthy. Like, don't buy into any of this method crap or all these, like, super expensive supplements that he's... Like, no, just eat better it's, and yeah. exercise. That's it. And I That's think, it. I he's think, gotten lucky. I think genetics has a lot to do with it, yeah. too. Like, I, I think that it, injuries specifically, right? Like... Yeah, it's it's. I think it's a combination of luck and gen, luck, genetics, and conditioning. And at the NFL level, starting quarterbacks. I mean, you gotta believe that they're all like similarly. I mean, working for all hard. credit you give to Brady for being this healthy at this point in his life, Brett Favre played to this age, drinking and smoking mm-hmm. yep. and sending pictures of his dick to people. Like Brett Favre did not lead a healthy lifestyle. No, and and he and he, stuck he around played on the field for, for quite a, a long time, yeah. and he never got beaten up by Bernard Pollard. <laughs> he played all those seasons consecutively, and yeah, he fell off well, towards the end. I, I was going to say until yeah. the very end when when uh, when a former Northwestern player knocked him out the game for good. It's just like don't. Don't buy into Tom Brady's snake oil bullshit. Just don't do it. Don't don't Just do don't that. Do and for and furthermore, please drag him every day for it because we gave Russell Wilson well-deserved shit for nano bubbles and and the football bread thing that he did. Tom Brady is like he wrote a fucking book about this shit and like I don't know. Hey, I, here, here's the thing. Do you think Tom do, Brady wrote that book? I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like he would have. I really feel like he would have. I can't see Tom Brady writing a book. I I can't do it. I can see him like telling someone else like what to dictating. Write. I, yeah. I just feel like he'd be such a control freak about the whole damn thing that he's like, I'm gonna write a book. I, I'm gonna get a ghostwriter to do he it. He probably then... he probably let a ghostwriter write a lot of it and then went back and changed everything. Okay, yeah. Towards the end. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I can see him doing. I can I'm see him that. being more of a ridiculous editor. Than the actual writer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He probably had someone else write it, saw what he wrote, was just like, eh, then wrote a whole bunch of editor notes in it sure. and said, all right, now you just write what I wrote. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's super, super fair. Anyway, let's get back to Janine Garofalo. Yes. This is a positive for the 49ers, I suppose, yeah. because it's not like Brian Hoyer was good. Right, and they immediately right. release him, put him on waivers, and he went to the Patriots. Essentially, the Patriots traded Janine Garofalo to the 49ers for a second rounder and Brian Hoyer. Yes, yeah. They didn't get Brian Hoyer in the trade, technically, but that's exactly what happened. Right, right, for sure, for sure. So this is definitely a win for the 49ers, who are a somewhat okay bad football team God, like they don't that's they're the not, saddest thing they're you've ever said bad. Dude. like they're not good they're a bad football team but they look capable of winning a game if they could just keep it all together well i you you chose your words very specifically there yeah sure they look capable of winning a single football game maybe depending right that's i can see them winning three games Really? I think they could potentially, especially now if What's Garoppolo like? is good. Uh, well, they got to play the Rams. They're going to play the Seahawks again. They're going to lose they that gotta game. They got to play the Cardinals. Oh, mighty Drew Stanton. They Drew have Stanton to play the Giants. Janine they have to play you... the Giants. So yeah. there's a potential win right that's, there. That's if fair. Garoppolo plays as well as he looked during his brief time starting, mm-hmm. this is definitely a win for the 49ers, and this team could probably fuck itself out of a top three pick. <laughs> That's fair. Well, at the same time, I the the analysis that I have seen on this is the same analysis that I've been kind of giving a little bit on this podcast for months. It's that I don't think a lot of people have much faith in the 2018 uh, quarterback class anymore i think that sam darnold yeah he's the consensus number one off the board but personally i don't think he's gonna be that good i don't think like the teams that take him are gonna i mean at least he's not gonna be very good if he starts immediately he'll he'll be good like stash him on the bench for a bit 
but he's not going to be a Deshaun Watson. He's not going to he's not going to be that guy that's going to be your instant franchise guy. So so I think that I think that the fact that the 49ers were willing to give up that high pick means that like they're like I, we would rather have J- a Janine Garofalo now than possibly like be forced by the front office or fans or other like external pressures to draft a quarterback high in the second round. Yeah, especially since the 49ers aren't like a quarterback away from competing. Right, exactly. They got a shit ton of problems. The 49ers need some help. And so you take a flyer on Garofalo, see if he's, you know, okay. And they can afford to pay him too. Yeah, he could be a stopgap. He could be... A you. He could be yeah. a Trevor yes, Simi. Absolutely. 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 A, something that can manage the team while they look for better options. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The interesting question is, uh, do you think, well, I, I mean, the trade deadline is passed, but what do you think this bodes for my future and the future of like the Patriots backups, right? Cause, well, cause as Brian of, Hoyer as just signed this... like a three-year um, deal, and I just assume Brian Hoyer is just going to stay the backup behind Brady mm-hmm. until Brady finally um, doesn't have good luck anymore. Sure. Or yeah. maybe he gets a sunburn. Gets a sunburn. That's what I was going to say. Stupid to understand how sunburns are actually, you know, prevented. Well, and here's here's the thing. You know, if he if he thinks if he thinks that. Right, if he thinks that he can't get a sunburn, the first time he gets a sunburn, he's gonna. Oh my god, it's gonna be really bad, right? His oh, entire skin terrible. is gonna like, peel off. He doesn't off get his a body. sunburn because he he lives and works in Boston. You don't get yeah. like super powerful sun, especially not during football season no. up in Boston. No, it's fucking gray all the time. If if drinking like water with some sweat stuff in it is all you needed. To prevent sunburns, don't you think that would be a thing I, I, in like stores and medical knowledge at this point? I, instead of something that Tom Brady thinks he can do. Hey, you know what prevents sunburns? Fucking sunscreen, clothes. I don't know. I don't need SPF anything. I have sweat water, Here's, Sam. So okay, I, I this has been bugging me about this whole Tom Brady huckster business. You realize that. The the compounds in sweat, the compounds that you lose in sweat are sodium and sugar. That's pretty much it. Those are in Gatorade. You will replenish all of the nutrients that your body loses by drinking any sports drink. And like and like that doesn't make you a fucking limber god of football, right? It just tastes good and like i don't know gives Tom you Brady's more energy not a liver god of football he just knows how to take a hit right uh, yeah, yeah he right? does the same thing god the way i mean again i i know i said this before but the way he describes like the where his mind goes dude is like fucking zen ass weird training like i'm beginning like, to think tom brady might have cte Oh jeez! Oh jeez! Like maybe his his body is all like limber and <laughs> hydrated, but his brain seems like it's a little wrong yeah. at this point. Yeah. Because this was we didn't get any of this Brady until like two years ago. It's only like within like the past two years that Tom Brady has become like. Mr. Social Media, Mr. Mm-hmm. Gonna like Hawk. He was always like mm-hmm. the awkward football nut job guy who was he was basically like football uh player belichick yeah i was about to say yeah it was very he was just obsessed with football and the only thing out of that that he did that was interesting was date a supermodel Mm -hmm. that was it Mm -hmm. and then in the past two years he's become like mr brand and it's horrible I kind of liked uh, just football dork Brady. Yeah. Just, just angry football robot Brady. This this huckster Brady. Yeah, who thinks he can smile and laugh like a normal human. Haha, <laughs> yes. I own like five mansions. I'm just like you. Uh-huh. It's fucking weird, man. It's fucking weird. See it when is avocado weird. toast for Halloween? 
He did? Yeah. Probably to rub it in that he can have avocado toast and own a and house, own whereas house. we cannot. Got him. Got him. It's really up on the millennial trends from 2015. Let's get back. Let I mean, I love how we end up bashing Tom Brady at, like Anything. once every two podcasts. Yeah, it's... And even when we don't plan to. We don't need an excuse. <laughs> this is the bashing Tom Brady podcast. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, we talked about Janine Garofalo. Um, Kelvin Benjamin went to Buffalo for a third and seventh round pick. That's so. That is probably the so most. So the buck Bills wild replaced. Trade. They replaced Sammy Watkins with Fat Sammy Watkins. Yeah. Yeah, and like it's it's not like Kelvin Benjamin has any better of an injury history than this didn't really make any sense for the Panthers. Yeah, that's think. my thing. Like ben- Benjamin was having a good year. He was the number 1 receiver. He was staying on the field. Are they I mean, they thinking... they lost Greg Olson to for the year, so like they they kind of needed Benjamin and he's yeah. big enough to like sort of be tight endy cuz he's, you know, I'm Calvin Benjamin is fat, everybody. Yeah. He, 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 he's a big boy. He's a big boy. He's fast. He like He's he, a good receiver, but he's a big boy. He's a large... He is a large man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But this doesn't... Especially for a third and a seventh. And a like, seventh. the seventh, like, who cares about the seventh? But really, they got a third yeah. for him. I feel like they should have gotten a second for him. Me, me too. I, me too. If they were going to deal him. Which also, like, why did they deal him? I don't, like... I don't understand. I don't understand the thinking there. Like, obviously, it makes a whole lot of sense for the Bills, right? Yeah, could, because they are looking decent and like and like. Yeah, let's. We can win now. So the Bills are try trying to, to push. So they're trying to make it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For the for the Panthers, who also like like that a shitty start to the year, but aren't they still technically like in playoff contention? Yes, because I mean the, the Saints started slow, even though they look like the strongest contender in the South yes, right now. They do. They the do. Saints, the Saints started slow. Um, the Bucks are are toast. The Falcons yes. are very much underperforming. Right. So yeah, I don't like. It's still plenty of season left for the Panthers to turn things around and do something. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this 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 feels like a tank move. I right. That's that was where my mind went to, and like. And why? It's just like, why we're not going to win this season, so let's let's uh, see what we can get for one of our good assets. Like, that's not something you do when, you, when you're not, like, the Browns or the 49ers or something. Yeah, I, I it doesn't, it, it's just, it is wild to me. Maybe they know something about Benjamin that we don't like. Shit, who was it a few years back? It was, like, hot shit, and then, was it Trent Richardson when, when he went to, um, uh, the when he went to the Colts, yeah, uh, and we were all like, "Why? Why did they trade Trent Richardson away?" And then immediately he turned into a pumpkin, and we were all like, "Oh, sure, okay, that's why." <laughs> well, the thing was, Trent Richardson went to the Colts after basically a single year. Benjamin's been in Carolina for a few years, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, and now he's going to the Bills, who basically have Cam Newton light at quarterback. Like mm-hmm. diet cam, uh-huh, yeah. He, he he's got a very similar skill set. He's not quite as accurate. He's not quite as handsome. He's not quite as good at quarterback. He's Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> yep. He also might not quite be as misogynist. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe has Tyrod said anything bad yet? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I ran out. The joke ran out of steam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Tyrod Taylor said anything bad yet. I fucking love Tyrod. No. I fucking Tyrod, love Tyrod seems so like much. a cool dude. I I saw someone call him T-Mobile, and I was I like, saw that name last year, and it was I didn't I had never seen it before. It's so good. I had never it's seen it so before, good. and I was very very happy to have seen it. I was like, oh, okay, 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 sure, whatever. It's kind of strange to me that you know the. What is it? 2013, 2014 wide receiver class mm-hmm. that had all these big studs in it. Only two of the big names are still on their original team. Think yeah, of that. like yeah, Sammy yeah. Watkins, he was the big number one. 
he got traded. He's on the Rams now, yes. and he's being okay. Mm-hmm. He's not having a great year. He's not doing poorly. He's more or less the same guy he was in Buffalo. He yeah. was yeah. He was not as good as he should be, not as bad as a bust. Right, exactly. Yeah, you wouldn't call him a bust. In, no. In, in the... he, he's more productive than that. That's true. The the issue with him has always been, like, injury, and he always, like, even when he comes on the field after an injury, it takes him a while to, like, have that, you know, one or two breakout games per season that he usually does when he plays, mm-hmm. right? When he plays those kind of truncated seasons because, oh, oh, no, I broke my shoulder in three places. Yep. And then we also have... Brandon Cooks, mm-hmm. who was who was late first round for the Saints, uh, looked to be very good. Randomly traded to the Patriots for some reason. Yeah, and he seemed unhappy. So now he's doing quite well he's in New England. Really well in New England. Yeah, shoot. Well, maybe it's all that uh, sweat water he's drinking. <laughs> Tom Brady gives him his extra Brady juice. Maybe Tom Brady just sweats into a bottle and then recycles his own sweat every morning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gross. I don't want to think about that anymore. And now, Kelvin Benjamin, the other first-round big pick, is in Buffalo. The only two, like, big names, wide receivers, that haven't switched are Beckham and Evans. Yeah. Yeah, and and both of them are kind of absent, right? Or at least have been for the past three weeks. Evans hasn't really done anything this year because the Bucks are trash and Beckham's hurt. So, who knows? I don't see either of those teams giving up on those two players because no, those not. two have been the best of that well, class. Well, each uh, they're also the best player on their respective team. Yeah, and, that's and true their teams too. are like, I, like I got, I want to say the Giants are better than their record, right? If everyone's healthy, I I I have to believe that. So like, I don't think it's like, oh yeah, okay, we get rid of our best player and try to build a better team. I think that I think, that, I think that, the yeah. talent is there to be an okay team i it's it's like coaching and apathy and Mm -hmm. injury on the giants case right now Mm -hmm. sure that makes sense let's talk about some more trades please please get to get to the big one the big one is that jay ajay to the eagles for a fourth yeah it is that one dropped out of the nowhere zone shit yeah and and now the eagles are super scary like that wasn't out of left field that was out of like the neighboring town really really it was it was out of it was out of like the next baseball stadium overs left field shoot let's start the big dude like the the dolphins gave up uh lamar miller uh-huh. who actually is he doing anything oh, i God, haven't I paid it so. he, he, he seemed to vanish off the face of the earth when he went to houston so maybe yeah. the dolphins were right to get rid of him mm-hmm. but they replaced lamar miller with jhi and JHI was good. He he wasn't great. He would have great moments. He had some really great games, but he was definitely like a starting running back caliber player. Right. And now all of a sudden the Dolphins, who are like four and four or something, coming off a really embarrassing loss, but they're mediocre, potentially I don't know what's going on. That it just all of a sudden they're like, Okay, let's see what we can get for him and it was only a fourth. Right. This is a steal for the Eagles. It totally, it totally is. And it's it's because, I think it's because the Dolphins' run blocking is so terrible that it turned into a fantasy football trade, almost. If d- Like, does that make sense? Where, where like, JHI has been absent all year. All fucking year. And yeah. it's it's a combination of the passing game isn't working, so they can put an extra guy on JHI, and the running lanes haven't been there also. So like, what is a running back supposed to do? And and I, the Eagles just I guess just like act like a butthead and get <laughs> traded to a better team. Well, so that's the thing for, for nothing, nothing for nothing because because his stats are so bad that it's like oh is he actually like. Does he have anything left in the tank? Is it just like he's super shitty now? I don't think he is. I think he's. I think JHI is still the exact same guy we saw last year. He's just on a team that like it's like, all wasted because they're they're doubling him and like you know I it's. Ooh. Are you saying defenses aren't respecting Jay Cutler? Yes. 
Yes, I am. I don't believe you. Oh, oh, really? I can't believe you. <laughs> what do you know about quarterbacking, Trevor? I, well, listen, Jay Cutler is the best quarterback the Bears had ever had, and I guess not the best quarterback the Dolphins have ever had, but, you know. Yeah, that's Brian Greasy. That is Brian Greasy, yeah. Let's be real. It's Brian Greasy. Mm-hmm. Brian Greasy won rings. Brian, and that's Brian what Greasy has, has rings. Dan Marino. Dan Cokehead Marino. Mm-hmm. Idiot. <laughs> Too busy doing all that coke. Doing all that coke all the time. All that coke. So, I like this pains me as a person sure. to admit, but the Eagles are... They're going all in, and it's probably a smart move. It is super smart. I The NFC is super weak right now. Mm-hmm. The Eagles are already the best team in the NFC. They just got stronger. Their competition? I mean, it was the Packers, but, but look what happened not anymore. there. Yeah. Uh, their main competition within the division is Dallas, and Dallas is in a, is in a state of constant limbo because who the <laughs> hell knows what's going to happen to Zeke, Yeah. which, by the way, his suspension was upheld this week but, but there's still more court crap that can happen. right but he can appeal it again is the thing yeah. right it's fucking this is gonna go on all year all fucking year i don't understand i don't understand fuck dude but this is like what else what other competition do they have the nfc south is the saints and some underachieving mediocrity. It's so they're they're I think they're I think their competition is if if the teams in the NFC South that that can be good, aka I mean all the teams but the Saints pretty much. So if the Bucks get their act together, if the Falcons get their act together, if the Panthers get their act together, I mean any of those teams, if they play up to their potential might be able to steal one from the Eagles but at the same time the Eagles are just like they they've been consistently dominant which is which is a weird thing to say about an NFC East team right I mean the Cowboys were that last year I guess that's true I guess that's very true but but even the Cowboys like fell down a little bit like they had a couple losses that we could laugh at them for I mean it was against another the Cowboys had three losses last year. Two were against the Giants, who were a playoff team yeah. with a defense that seemed built to stop them. And then the last one was to the Eagles, which was a Week 17, we're not playing our starters, yeah, give up true. game. That's true. And then they played the Packers pretty damn hard in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So That's fair. I, like, I, I would say last year the Cowboys were a very consistently good team. Okay. I, I keep confusing them with – like ca- – Cowboys seasons to me run together in my head. No matter how good they are, I feel like they always have a Romo game, you know. And I'm yeah. just like, I'm just like, oh yeah, okay. So that's that's what the deal is. So the Eagles, I mean, the NFC West is going to be the Seahawks or the Rams, uh-huh. but both of those teams are they got problems. Uh huh. They got they got some problemos. The Seahawks may have helped their offensive line a little bit by trading uh Byron what no, it wasn't Byron Maxwell. It was Jeremy Lane, mm-hmm. I believe, mm-hmm. the C B to the to the Texans for the Texans good O lineman who yeah. is a guy with a name. <laughs> guy with a name is going to be an immediate upgrade on the Seahawks offensive That's line. That's very true. That's very true. And that and I mean that's a little scary too because the Seahawks offense has finally kind of found itself over the past couple weeks. It's looking fairly scary. It's starting to do something. And like we have to remember, the Seahawks always start slow. Yeah, I yep. don't know why the Seahawks always start. That's slow. just kind of it's, always been the it's way. Like their brand. Yeah, or something. It's weird. Yeah, oddly, very but oddly, but NFC North with the Packers gone, I guess it's the Vikings who have a good D, mm-hmm. but are starting Case Keenum. So like, really? Yeah, no. It's not the Lions. I have no faith in the Lions. No, I want to have faith you. in the Lions. I, like, I really want to give the Lions credit, but then they Lions it. They do. They do. In, Let's in put up a bazillion ways. yards and not go into the end zone at all. No. No, and, and Golden Lions. Tate. Golden, how many like how many touchdowns has Golden Tate 
dropped so far this year. It's. I feel like it's a lot. I feel like Golden Tate has screwed was the lines out of Was it this year when he scored or should have scored like the game-winning touchdown, but it was called back for some goofy thing? There was so... The, I feel like that was a long time ago, but also this I season. feel like, no, I feel like that happened two weeks ago where, where Golden Maybe Tate had like an amazing catch and it got called back for a dumb reason, a very dumb yeah. reason. Oy, oy. It's rough. Lions. It's rough. And then there's the Bears who we don't well, even we don't need to talk. So I feel extremely terrible for Zach Miller. God, it so I saw that injury live and like I was watching it at a Bears bar and like everyone screams like it was it was horrifying. It's hard not to scream when you see an injury like that. Uh, if you it, it, because it's just like. That leg is not going the way a leg should go. I was the way I the way I uh, described it to one of my buddies who didn't see it is you know how legs usually move more or less along a Z axis, right? Zach Miller's leg yeah. moved along the X axis, and mm, <laughs> not not something you want. Not nope. something you want at all. It's still not the worst injury I've ever seen live. Which which would that be? I, I haven't Johnny Knox getting folded in oh, half. Yeah, sure, that's fair. By I have ne- I've seen a lot of terrible injuries happen live. I've seen a lot of replays. I don't think any injury has ever made me feel the same level of just sheer shock that I saw when Johnny Knox got folded in half. Yeah, yeah, Jesus, that's yeah, that's. Super, to this day, legit. I am absolutely, utterly shocked that he can walk. Mm. I don't know how he came out of that with the ability to still use his legs. Mine, mine is probably. If you haven't seen that injury, folks, go ahead and Google it. I don't care about your eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You can always Google puppies afterward. Like you can wash that stuff out. If you haven't seen Johnny Knox get folded in half, you need to see it once. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then never you don't need again. to see it more than that. Because you really won't need to. No. Because it'll be burn in your brain. Forever. But go watch that and remember, he didn't play football again, but he was okay. Yeah, he was okay. He was very okay. Maybe not very okay. Maybe not very okay, but okay. Better than that injury made it look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I looked up because I was, I was looking up um, horrific sports injuries after the Zach Miller one, um, you remember the Kevin Ware injury, the Louisville uh, basketball player, where his yeah, that's where his bone came out of his leg, yeah, right there, yeah. right? Yeah, dude's, that was dude's, pretty terrible. Dude's playing in the Euro leagues, like dude's still playing basketball. That's just like so fucking crazy. To, the human body is a weird, wonderful fucking thing. Where it is, where where like. A couple years when I guess that was a while ago. That was 2013, I think. But where you know, where four years ago, right? You can have your entire bone poking out of your skin, and then you know, four years later, you're playing in the Euro leagues, which pretty much means that you like you got your leg set, and then yeah, you, you don't were play playing. basketball if your leg was. Um, not set, you know. Well, right. Like he may not be in the NBA, but he's still he's playing still basketball. Playing. He's playing hard. The Euro League is like legitimate, you know. It's not as good as the NBA. Yeah. But it's legit. It's fucking. I crazy. mean, nothing. No basketball league in the world is as good as the NBA. The NBA is cream of the yeah. crop basketball. Yeah. That it is literally the pinnacle of basketball. Very true. I'm. I'm also like I. I'm so glad. So reports now, I, I don't think anyone's speculating on whether or not he'll be able to play again. Um, Cause I think, it's I, I mean, he's like that. 35 years old. He should definitely hang it up. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, but thankfully it, it, I, I heard at least that they were able to do like vascular surgery that s- pretty much saved his leg. His leg, like this was the same situation Bridgewater had yep. Yep. where they weren't trying to save his career. They were trying to save his leg. <laughs> yeah. Save him pretty much, which is uh, amazing. It's like so fucking good that, uh, that that happened, right. That they were able to 
to you know save save his limb but fucking it's jesus it's fucking crazy to me it is fucking football right just just yes you know what the worst part about all of this is Mm -hmm. They took away his obvious touchdown for like, I, no I reason. I was like, I we that were all watching it. We were just like, the dude's career and almost leg just ended. Everyone thought it was a touchdown. Let the man's final career play be a touchdown. Yeah, even if it wasn't, even if it wasn't, can you just fucking give it to him, please? Just give it to him. The Bears weren't gonna win that game. <laughs> just like give it to him. Really? No. No, refs are garbage. It was some. It was some garbo poo poo doo doo. Is what it was. Garbo poo poo doo doo. Yes. There's the podcast title right there. Garbo poo poo doo doo. Garbo poo poo doo doo. It's my favorite Bobby McFerrin song. <laughs> oh. oh. So let's talk about the other trade. Yes, please, 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 please. So there was another blockbuster trade involving a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You may. You may be shocked to find out that the trade didn't actually happen. No, no. And why would that be, Dave? Please enlighten us. Well, because it was the Browns. The Browns browned it. Just when you think they can't browns anymore, they browned even they harder. They browned super fucking hard, dude. They did all the Browns things. So here's what happened. The Browns and the Bengals were in talks for A.J. McCarron. Yeah. A.K.A. Mr. I think I should be a first round pick and then was a fifth round pick. And I've been mercilessly mocking him ever since. Mm -hmm. He's the backup for Andy Dalton. He saw a little bit of playing time two seasons ago. I I think he played like a game or two. Maybe. No, he played he played like four or five games because Dalton hurt his finger and he like finished the season. Oh, did he? Okay, and he I forgot. Was, yeah, like he started the game where they uh, basically blew the lead against the Steelers in the playoffs in the wild card round. Mm-hmm. Like he started that game and several games before that because Dalton got hurt. That was the, when the Bengals looked really good and then Dalton got hurt and it all came undone. Right. So McCarron, he he's basically Jimmy G. He's like the same level of unknown where he might be okay. He might also be complete crap. We just don't have a big enough sample size. Sure, yeah. But the Browns were looking to trade for him. I can't remember exactly what they decided to give they up. They were going to give up too it much. It was a lot. Whatever it was, it, it was, was too definitely much. too much. But they had everything lined up. Uh, and then they like. I think it was another high second rounder. Um. Yeah. If I remember right. They celebrated too early without actually, like, officially sending the email or making it official, and the deadline passed, and they didn't get their man. The NFL, they they petitioned the NFL to, like, let it go through since, like, all the paperwork had been done, and the NFL was like, fuck no, idiots. Why? (laughs) Stop. Which has led to some speculation that some people on the Browns actually purposely sabotaged yeah. it. Yep, yeah, which is the so fucking you have, you have, wild thing. You have two options here. You have a team that was basically celebrating before the game was over. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. screwed up completely not getting their man. Mm-hmm. Or you have a team that is not on the same page with itself and purposely sabotaging moves other people are making. Right, yes. So, <laughs> it's... It's full Browns. It's, it, it Just is when you think they can't get more Browns, they go more they Browns. Do. They do. They go full fucking Browns. Goddamn. <sighs> it's unbelievable how Browns the Browns are. It's, it is a gift, and it is wonderful. It is so I, fucking good. Someone who barely follows the NFL at work to me today says, like, I feel like the Browns are actually run by the NFL as the comedy release. Sure. That's, that's a really good theory, actually. Holy crap. I'd make a lot of things make a whole lot of sense. Because, again, the the more this happens, the more unbelievable it gets that it's this true. team has been so trash in such spectacular fashion for so long. From all the flying J shit with Haslam and like, I mean, not to mention the on-field stuff. Either. Even teams that have been snake bit in the same amount of time 
that the Browns have been bad have had stretches where they've been good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Or at least at the very minimum mediocre, like the bills, the bills have been pretty bad for pretty much the same amount of time. The Browns have, but the bills have had years where they've won a whole bunch of games. Mm -hmm. They've gotten close to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. They've been competing. They've just had some things go wrong. Uh, the lions, the lions are snake bitten franchise, but they've reached the playoffs. They they've, the Browns refuse to find any way to find any sort of consistent mediocrity. Right. They flirt one season with mediocrity at best, and then it all just comes crashing down horribly. It's it, it's statistically insane it, it that they really haven't is. managed to do anything of value in like 20 years. Well, do you remember last year when we were – like I was talking about the Browns because it looked like they were actually making smart moves. And, like, they had an exciting... That was your mistake! Well, right! Well, That's all of our mistakes! We all bought into we it! We did! Because we want it to be true! We, we want the Browns to break this cycle, but they don't! And they could I And they couldn't. They couldn't. I... I don't think they ever will! I think they're doomed! How, so, so, uh, let's, let's flip it around. Let's... They're like Sisyphus, but he never gets, like, three feet up the hill. Let's... Uh, Let's flip it around. Let let's try to flip it around. Okay, how how do they break the cycle? Right? How do because because it can't be like some on field. It's not like get a good quarterback. It is not that simple for the Browns. I I'm I'm wondering if there is some sort of like arcade I mean, they've, ritual. They've had twenty eight quarterbacks. Yeah, since nineteen ninety nine, since their inception, twenty eight quarterbacks. There was someone in there that was starter quality, St that was decent quality, and maybe it was Tim Couch at averages, the beginning. Yeah, like law of averages out of twenty-eight players, one to two of them could be absolutely one. be mediocre level starters, if not better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I like what they're. They're so fundamentally broken in every way. Where my mind goes is... They're a circus act. Where my mind goes is, like, necromancy. Like, I think I think if if Hugh Jackson, like, calls up Jimmy Haslam and they're like, so nothing we've tried is working, let's try necromancy. And they get an army of the dead to play football. Like... Maybe they'll be cursed in a different way. Man, that's uh, putting a whole new meaning on rubbing some dirt on it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I like that. You want us to rub some dirt on it? These guys live in the dirt. <laughs> in the They've dirt. been living in the dirt for years. That's true grit right there. That Good guy doesn't grit. even have muscles left anymore. Mm -hmm. He's bones. Mm -hmm. And he's still putting up better numbers than Deshaun Kaiser. God damn. Well, that's the other thing, man. I So... Ray, Ray and I have been talking, Ray, friend of the podcast, and not really, we don't want to talk about that too much because he's an Eagles fan and, you know, where Dave's uh, allegiances lie. But uh, <laughs> we've been talking about Deshaun Kaiser and the way, the way the Browns have mismanaged his development is, I mean, it is sublime. Right. It is sublime take, in the way take. that they have sabotaged him. <laughs> I think take um, Deshaun Kaiser out of that sentence and replace it with a blank. Yeah. You have yep. a correct That's, sentence. Yeah. At, well, yeah. Yeah. Shit. I mean, so they, I they... saw this post on our Browns and I wanted to share it. Like I went on Reddit because I hate myself uh -huh. and I just ended up in the Browns subreddit. Cause I was curious what they were saying about the, uh, all the, uh, McCarran nonsense. Yeah, sure. Sure. And some, someone at the top of the post said, here's a shower thought that terrifies me. Deshaun Kaiser said he wanted to be the last quarterback Joe Thomas ever had to block for. Oh, and it Jesus, might be true. No. no. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So That shit got dark. So maybe it's not a necromancy thing. Maybe Deshaun Kaiser is some sort of monkey's paw incarnate? Like, he'll start being a good quarterback or something, and... But, like, at too great a cost. I, I I don't... Jesus. I don't know. I have no idea, my dude. I am so at a loss. 
even like how do you fix the Browns? I I mean I guess why don't we do this? That we're we're at the end of the podcast. How do you fix the problem like Cleveland? We're at the end of the podcast. You don't. Um, I'm gonna uh, that's gonna be the poll for this week, and like there's no way we can we can uh uh I guess address it right on the on the podcast. But I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet it out, and it's like how. How do you fix the Browns? And one of the answers is going to be necromancy, and the other one, and the other one's going to be an exorcism. I think. Do you fix the Cleveland Browns? Necromancy, exorcism. And we will get back to you with the results of that. But let it run for like a day. Yeah, yeah, I've got, so. I've got it up for a day. Because this is like minute fifty-eight here. Yeah, for We're sure. Not- yeah. <laughs> we're not uh we're not gonna find the answer to that one in two minutes yeah yeah unfortunately so this is the end of the podcast mm-hmm. more or less mm-hmm. and i just want to give a live update uh the dodgers have scored a single run it is now five to one Ooh, it's happening going into the seventh inning it's gonna be exciting maybe the astros blow it maybe they don't Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe, and maybe she's born with it. Mm-hmm. That was, that was pretty much it. Yeah. We didn't even talk about the games because, at all. Because they weren't that interesting this week. Ah, sorry. Uh, Joe Flacco died. That was, that was momentarily funny. Yeah, that's, that's true. That is Did you true. think that hit was dirty? I thought it was a little dirty. Well, okay, so there's, uh, there's dirty and like, I don't know what else... It was unnecessary. Yeah. That's, I think, the best word for it. Because I saw it, I definitely feel uh, Flacco didn't go down quite as early as, like, Ravens fans were saying. No, no. But I also feel like Alonzo could have pulled up more than he did. So that's that's a thing. I think think Alonzo was going to hit him one way or another. um, But it didn't look like he made an effort to even appear to, like try not to you you see other people doing this in in the nfl like when someone goes for a late slide and they try to do some sort of weird somersault thing over them or just kind of like crumple to the ground or something and i mean i guess in the moment right like you 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 want to hit him because like he hasn't given himself like up, he right? definitely wanted to hit him because he was right on the first down yeah marker. yeah he you was gotta try and down keep him like you got to try and keep him there yeah. it was definite it was a case where i think there's no real answer i agree i th- i don't think kiko's hit was completely necessary but it was definitely not like this, I mean, it's not like Ravens look, fans are all sure. just like, "Oh, was the dirty Kiko Alonso is the worst person in the world. Ah, kick him out of the NFL." No, Joe Flacco. It's Joe Flacco's fault. He should have slid down earlier. Kiko Alonso was just pure momentum. No, no. <laughs> neither of those things is true. the The situation was just Joe Flacco tried to get a few extra yards and didn't go down quite as early as maybe he should have. Mm-hmm. Kiko went a little harder than he probably should have. Yeah. And a bad thing happened. And a bad, and a bad happened. It's one of those parts of football that's just like, oh, right. Yeah. 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 Which. <sighs> a stupid fucking Depressing sport. end yeah. to intentional sounding. Stupid fucking sport Episode 82. On the Broncos. God damn football. Uh, football is dumb, Trevor. Why do we, why do we like it? I don't it? know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's that, it's that beautiful, beautiful brown egg. That has this very special place in all of our hearts. Trevor? Yes. How can we follow you? You can follow me at Trevor Simeon13 on Twitter. I actually don't know if that's Trevor's actual <laughs> Twitter account. Um, maybe it's like Wildcat13. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I got a really good response to the uh, poll already. Uh someone says your team sucks at football in hell because exorcism that was like really good i appreciate that a lot very good joke uh at jm crisco on twitter uh props i'm gonna go ahead and give that a like 
Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grezeses, S-A-M-G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S-E-S. Don't tell anyone about my dirty secret that I am, in fact, Trevor Simeon. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs and at KissingIvancaTrump.com. Dave. I am Play Dave Rapocho. You can find me on Twitter at Play Dave, on Facebook at the Play Comic, on Instagram at Play Dave, on Patreon, and of course on thedropplay.com. I I never do this, but I really should be. Um, I still want to give a thank shout out to uh, Mod Mike. Yeah. And for I mean, we still use your microphones, so I still I don't give you guys enough credit. You guys have helped make this a year and a half long of complete nonsense possible so thank you so much for that uh antlion audio and also uh i don't really give enough credit to uh bensound.com where i get our little intro and outro music so that was that's nice little freebie music thank you to whoever runs that i presume it's a guy named ben (laughs) how do you fix the browns tell us on twitter and we will see you next week